Alright, this is part two of my uh, movie reviews that I'll be putting out this week. The next movie I'm going to talk about is the new Predator movie. Now, this film, uh, I'll start off by saying it's got an $88 million budget. Um, opening weekend, it's only made $124 million domestically. So far, it's grossed about $31 million. Uh, unless something happens overseas or some word of mouth gets out that's spectacular about this film, it's not making that budget back. Uh, they put a lot of money into this film, and it really was not worth it at all. They didn't put the effort into this film that deserves an $88 million budget, and I'll get into why that is. So for me, I'm not a really big fan of the Alien you know, Predator film series, so maybe I'm a little... I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm the right person to talk about this film because I feel like they made this film banking on the fans of the series just going out to see it just because of the name. When you watch the trailer, you see that big-ass predator come in and you think there's going to be this huge fight and that's what they're selling the movie on. You know, maybe there'll be some cool scenes in this. Not at all. The fact that this movie is coming out in September should let you know that this is not the movie you think it'll be. Uh, normally a movie of this uh, Predator movie with, you know, it's supposed to be super action-packed, and, you know, Keegan-Michael Key's in and Olivia Munn, uh, you would think this would be a summer blockbuster. No, they knew exactly what this movie was. It's bullshit. I'll start off from the get-go. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to start off the review like that because it almost sounds like I hate the film. I don't hate it. It's just what makes me mad is the way that they're marketing it and selling it, which they have to do, obviously, to try to draw people in, but you're lying to people. This is almost, to me, this reminds me of a B-movie almost. Not, It's not, it's a B-movie with a large budget, I'll put it that way. I can't write out and say it's a B-movie because it has a decent budget to it, only because of the name, I think. I don't even know what studio uh, put this out. I, I, I don't remember catching that at the beginning of the film. Uh, you know, but I will say is that this, this film is just nothing special at all. Uh, you know, the movie starts off with... Um, you know, you see the, uh, the, the uh, I don't want to say too much, but the predator comes down and, you know, there's people that see the predator come in and uh, there's a guy that takes some equipment to uh, send away. And, you know, now he's on the run because he sent this uh, equipment away that he shouldn't have taken. Uh, you know, it, mistakenly, the equipment somehow goes to his house. For movie purposes, fine. Goes to his house, the son gets a hold of the box, opens it up, starts messing with some of the equipment. The Predator, of course, breaks free, murders a shit ton of people. Uh, that's what I will say about this film. When they kill people, they go in with the killing. Uh, you know, and I'll get to that later because that's a double-edged sword in, in and of itself. Uh, you know, so the film kind of follows this main character, uh, which is uh, acted by a guy named uh, Boyd Holbrook. Don't really remember seeing him in much else, to be honest with you. Um, you know, he's a, you know, he's a decent actor or whatever, uh, you know, for this film, he, he does his job. He's kind of the, uh, he becomes the leader of this group that's going after the Predator, uh, you know, and I'll just go ahead and skip over to the group of, of actors. I know you've seen the trailer, Keegan-Michael Key and this group of people who, um, you know, they're coming together to seemingly, you know, fight the, fight the Predator. Uh, but the way that they come together it's almost a prisoner's, uh, you know, bust or whatever. That's kind of the look of it you can see from the trailer. And, you know, they, they kind of have a cool com camaraderie between them. Um, the actor that uh, actually had starred in uh, a show called Hung on uh, on HBO some years ago, I believe it's, uh, it's the actor's first name is uh, Mike um, Dupud, D-O-P-U-D. I believe that's the actor's name that plays him. I'll, uh, I'll go fact check that real quick while I'm talking. But... 
you know, what I'll say about him is he's probably the funniest of the group. Keegan-Michael Key isn't even the funniest guy. Um, not by far. Oh, no, nope. The, guy, the guy's name is actually Thomas Jane. I was completely wrong on that one. Uh, but his name is Thomas Jane, the actor. He's probably the funniest guy in the entire group. Uh, he was he was really he was really good. Uh, you know, Olivia Munn's in this film. Uh, why I don't know. She's just a scientist. Uh, they, honestly, anybody could have played her role. She just she's just there to, to. I guess they they needed a, a woman to be in there that was you know sort of being badass. I would say. I mean, she kind of some of the things she does in the film don't really make a lot of sense. She pops out of nowhere at one point to to fight and. Uh, she had to run for at least three miles to get to that point and just happened to know that they were going to be in that specific spot fighting. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, the son in this movie, who's another, he's basically the second lead in the film. Uh, you know, he's not terrible. Uh, I think they focus on him a little bit too much, though, because this is supposed to be a Predator movie, which is what it's called, The Predator. They spend a lot of time with actors more than you ever see The Predator. I'll go ahead and get that out of the way right now. If you're expecting to go in and see the Predator and this badass fight between this big Predator and little Predator, not at all. Uh, luckily for me, uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting it. I just kind of went to see this movie just because uh, I have an AMC pass and it's, you know, it's essentially free for me. So, you know, why not? Uh, you're not getting that at all. So, so you're going to walk in and walk out disappointed as far as that goes. Uh, the actor Sterling K. Brown, I know you've seen him in probably multiple multiple films uh you know different movies here and there he's uh he plays in this is us uh you know he's coming up he's gonna be playing in frozen 2 coming up angry birds 2 um you know he's in hotel artemis and black panther as, as recently you know uh, i normally like seeing him in films so when i saw him in this one i was okay i'm excited to see what his character's gonna be but he's probably my most hated character in the entire film he plays this guy who's like just too cool for school in every aspect of the film. He's like, uh, he, he just comes in, he like tries to command the room in any room he's in. He's never afraid of anything. He's like this badass guy, quote unquote, who just curses any chance he gets. You never really see him do anything to intimidate you. So some of the things he says, I'm just like, what, what, what who told you to act this way in this film? I don't know if it was the writing of the film, it had to be. Um, but it's just corny seeing him do this. It's just so ridiculous. His character is a cartoon. Uh, he's just a cartoon of that guy who's just too cool for everything, and he just needs to say the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, R-rated thing he can say throughout the entire film. And it's it's just really bad. It's not good at all. Um, you know, with the and then I'll, I'll go back to the the group of guys that that are getting together to fight this alien. You know, they're murdering a lot of government officials who are after them. Mind you, the government officials can't find them. They never really put out a, a, a true warning for people to look for them either. Like, uh, so they're just kind of doing their own thing in, in a way, uh, you know, but they're they're killing a lot of people. And I'm like, are there gonna be repercussions for this? Cause you just can't do this and you're just not gonna gloss by this. So I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'll wait till the end of the film to see if there's any repercussions. Not at all. They just basically say, well, you killed those people. So, uh, but in the end, you kind of helped us out in the way. So good for you all forgive and that, that just can't be, you know, I don't know how they would have done it writing wise, but the movie in itself, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's over, it's almost two hours. They could have fit that in there somewhere. Cause there's a lot of parts of this movie where for me personally, I felt the two hours of this film, this film was long and a lot of parts are just, it's just boring kind of overall the, the movie it's, it's paced, uh, you know, the action, the action parts are, you know, they're great when they're there, but when they're not there, you really feel it. I'm like, Holy crap. 
uh, you know, the the fans of this series, maybe maybe they'll like it. I don't really know. I, I don't think they will. It's not sci-fi-ish at all, other than the fact that the, the Predator's coming from outer space. Uh, you know, the, the big Predator that you see in the film, he's a, a tracker Predator going to, you know, obviously fight that one, but what they do with him, he's like, all right, well, <laughs> I'll just say this, that fight is quick. What you saw in the trailer is basically that fight. Let me just put that out there. So if you think you're seeing more, not at all, man. Uh, you know, what he what he becomes is like, uh, I don't even know how to describe what the super predator becomes after that. It's almost like a cartoon in and of itself. It's like, well, I came here to do what I had to do, but now, uh, you know, I'm going to show you that I can just fuck you up just because. When really, in, in the predator pick and chooses what he insta-kills in almost every scene where there, if you're not a main person in the film, you're getting killed instantly but for everyone else he might slap you across the face and have you fly somewhere he might kick you or throw you uh you know but for the little characters you're dying instantly so that that was kind of crazy to me uh as far as that goes uh very uh very main character powers as far as some of the situations that they get into and get out of in the film uh you know up until the end when things kind of it hit the fan in a way uh you know the only part about this movie i thought was really cool was uh you know some of the ways that they just kill people in the film i'm like jesus uh that's what if anything sells the film but then at the same time it's like why is this a predator film i'm watching them do more work than the predator is he's just kind of like an afterthought honestly the predator was honestly an afterthought i feel like they made a b movie and said hey we can incorporate the predator into this so we write it a little bit differently and we can sell this film and put it out in theaters. And we'll get somebody to, to give us a big budget because they know how popular the series is and the fans will go see it. We'll make a ton of money and this will help us finance the next movie. And I'm honestly thinking that's what their thinking was when they came to this film. Uh, you know, uh, there's not a lot of good points I think I can say about this film, really. Uh, if I If I had to tell somebody to go see it, I would only tell a fan of the series to go see it because otherwise... I don't know if I'd even watch this again on Netflix, to be honest with you. It's just too long. It's boring. And the way that they sell this is just, it, it, it angers me because you're misleading people. You're wasting their time and you're wasting their money because you went to see this and I actually paid at least almost $15 to see this film and it's not worth it at all. So, uh, you know, my recommendation, I give this a, damn, I want to almost say 2.5, but there's just a, the only reason I would give it a three is because they put so much money into it that some of the scenes are really cool. And um, just visually, I guess, uh, you know, the cinematography is nothing special at all until they get to a, a kind of a woodsy area. I thought that was that was a decent, some decent shots in there. But otherwise, yeah, uh, just kind of fuck this movie, really. Um, I am giving it a 2.5 because three to me, it's like a rental, maybe. Maybe you go rent this at Redbox or something. Not at all. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't give it that at all. Uh, the reason it has a six star rating on IMDb and a 45 media meta score, uh, it well deserves that. That's my review of this film. All right, for my last review this week, or at least today anyway, it'll be in the movie White Boy Rick. Definitely walking into this movie, you know, I saw a trailer about, you know, two times for this film, a couple months apart from each other. So I was definitely excited to see this movie the way it is marketed. You know, uh, it's based on a true story, you know, about uh, 
Ricky uh, Wimsey, I believe his name is, uh, the character. But you know, of course, in the movie they call him White Boy Rick. That was his nickname. So when they when you see the trailer, it shows it says uh, you know Detroit's biggest drug dealer, kingpin, informant. Uh, so you think this is gonna be an awesome movie? You think it's gonna be like wow, this is gonna be about this kid who who has nothing, just rising to the top and then eventually getting caught. Obviously, you know, um, you know, I can kind of say a lot more. I think in this review, since this is a story that's been out there, you know, people can go look this up even before they go see the movie. I personally didn't because I wanted to go in as blind as I could, uh, you know, not knowing too much about this. Uh, what I will say about the film in of itself, or at least in this review, I'm not going to do too much structure as far as this film goes. It's a uh, you know, I, I don't think it's necessary for this film. You know, uh, I'll start off by saying it's got a $29 million budget. Me personally, thinking back on the movie, I don't know where that $29 million went other than maybe paying a couple actors salaries, I guess. Because it's filmed, it's not, there's not a lot of, uh, I wouldn't even say set. They could have just filmed this on a couple, couple blocks of Detroit, I'm sure. You know, there's a couple, there's no, actually, no, there's no scene. There's one scene in the film that they might have had to spend some money on, and that's a, a wedding, I would say. Uh, you know, about, I'll just go ahead and say Matthew McConaughey in the movie, I really enjoyed his character, of course, it is Matthew McConaughey. He is the big star of this film that essentially sells the film. Uh, he is, uh, you know, he's acting, you can, you can, he's acting with the, you know, the accent that you hear in the trailer. Uh, he's acting far above the other actors that he's acting with in certain scenes. You know, there's nobody really on par with his acting, which is sort of, to me, a detriment to the film. Um, the main character who plays Rick, uh, you know, Richie Merritt is the actor's name, I believe. He, uh, I actually really enjoyed his character as well. It's just that when you have Matthew McConaughey acting against a list of people who aren't on the same par as him other than Jennifer Jason Lee, she's probably the, other, the second biggest name in the film. You know, um, you got your you got your your, your boy from Atlanta, uh, Paperboy. He's in the film. He just sits in the car the whole time. I think you see him standing up one time in the film. I, I really don't know why he's even in the film. You know, I'm happy for him. He's getting other roles, but he wasn't necessary. Um, you know, but Matthew McConaughey is great in the film. Uh, the main character is his acting. I thought was pretty good, other than the fact that he's never in the entire film. You know, when you see when you hear Kingpin drug dealer. You think he's going to be slapping people around, intimidating people. But you got to remember in the film, he's about 15. You know, they, they, they stretch a couple years in the film. But the only the only reason you know that the year has been changed is that the songs in the film usually tie to that year in some way, I believe. And then that he grows like a, like a small beard at one point just to show these aged a little bit. Other than that, he looks about the same age the entire film. Uh, he's not bigger than anybody. He never once intimidates anybody. And when people try to intimidate him, he never seems scared. That's where his emotion doesn't come through. When people, in situations where he should be afraid, he's not. He just has this look like, you ever seen a dog that like tilts his head to the side when he's like, like, er? That's him. He does like, it, you almost want to hear that sound effect in the, in the movie when you, uh, when you hear him in that, when you see him tilt his, when you see him tilt his head that way. So, you know, for me personally, uh, that's that's his downfall in the film is that he doesn't portray those fearful emotions enough as far as he he does the emotional scene pretty well you know uh, you definitely get a feel for the struggle of being in Detroit they make Detroit seem like a, a pretty shitty place where there's, there's really no hope you, you need to sell drugs to get out of here and what they do is they sell guns like they, they do it 
on the border of legal and illegal. Uh, him and his dad, Matthew McConaughey. And, you know, they have to eventually teeter into more, uh, you know, later on to make some money. And Jennifer Jason Lee's character, she plays an FBI agent. And, you know, she <laughs> she really screws this guy over, uh, Ricky. Uh, they, they really screwed him over. They get him going into this this lifestyle, basically. You wouldn't think the FBI would be the ones to get him into this, but they're actually the ones to get him into it. He's not out here searching to do that. He just kind of, it kind of falls in his lap, and he ends up being good at it just over the group of guys he's with. He's the only white guy in this group of, of all black guys. And, uh, you know, what's funny about this is that when they say Kingpin, uh, the crew that he gets together, they never show him getting his crew uh, they never really show how he's making this all this money. You only really see him buy one car. He's never really a kingpin in this film. I don't know if they ran out of time because the movie is pretty long in of itself. But you know, I don't know if they just ran out of time and that wasn't an afterthought because he never rises up like that. He, you see him make some money, but you would think he's like the third in command based on the money he's making and the stuff he's doing. He ends up getting with this girl, but that that doesn't automatically make him on the status of where this you know this other guy was uh you know he never intimidates people to where they you would think that they would follow him you would think they would beat this guy up or just rob him or anything he's the only he's a young white dude in a city of all black guys that could easily take him it just that that really doesn't make sense to me i don't know what happened to make this movie fall apart when it comes to that because other than that i really enjoyed the film it's paced well but it, but the, actually you know what I would say it's paced slow because of that. It's paced slow because by the time it gets to the point where he should be rising to his peak of power or of, of his status, they don't have enough time for it. They just kind of skip towards the end. And I'm like, all right, well, I feel bad for this guy because he did get screwed over by the justice system. But at the same time, I never really saw him do anything really to merit how this movie is sold. Even... Even Matthew McConaughey's character, when you see the trailer, you see him running in the house with all these guns. You think he's going to be a badass. Not at all. He's an, I don't know call him a bitch, but he's just a good guy. He's not this guy that you would think he, he wants to open up a video store, actually. Uh, you know, his uh, the, the sister, the daughter of Matthew McConaughey, she's uh, she's, she's drugged out most of the film. You know, um, I didn't really, I didn't really care for her character too much. Uh, she, her storyline ends up not really going anywhere, to be honest. But I mean, she she was there for his life, so you know she's got to be in the film. Uh, you know, his his uh the, the guy he ends up working for at the beginning, he's a uh, you know he's he's kind of the kingpin initially, and he's uh he's got some good lines, he's got some good role uh, role plays in the movie as far as him being intimidating in a way, and you know showing how he's the baller of the city and how things are done under his rule. You think that you know eventually Ricky's gonna become him at some point? You would think, but not at all. It was just an afterthought when it comes to that. You know, this film. When movies come out in September, August, they're almost throwaway films because they know that all right, these movies could be good, but they're not quite as good as they could be. So we'll just release them at this time just to you know make some money back because we know if we put it out in the summer, it's gonna get buried. Uh, and you could definitely see this here when you see the trailer for this movie. You think this movie's gonna be awesome. Like, why is this coming out now and not in the summer? And it's because it just doesn't come together well. The entire film in and of itself is pretty good. Uh, you know, you've got, but you've got, you know, Matthew McConaughey sort of not acting his ass off, but he's acting really well. And you just don't have the, 
other actors anything I guess they don't have enough to do to match what he's doing or they're just not acting well enough to match him which makes sense because they're younger actors you know so it makes sense that they wouldn't be able to keep up with him but you know other than that you know you got Bruce Dern I mean he's good in the film but that's Bruce Dern you know he does what he does uh, but he's not even in, in there to act enough to help out the film in that way uh, I'm trying to think who else uh, is in this film. It's uh, you know, other than that, I can't really. I guess I can't really say too much else about the film. You know, I'll, I'll let you go check it out for yourself uh, and just see what you think. For me personally, I thought this was going to be one of my favorite films of the year. Uh, you know, even throughout, even maybe a halfway point in the movie, I'm like, this is really, I'm really enjoying this. But when it comes to that ending, I just, I don't know what to even say about it. It has to be seen. To see how, uh, seem to believe, I'll say, to see how this movie kind of falls apart towards the end because it's just rushed. It is rushed at the end. It went from me from a recommendation to go pay to see this in theaters to just wait for it to come on Netflix. Great Netflix movie. Definitely a great Netflix movie. Maybe if uh, if you if you happen to have Movie Pass or like I do, you know, AMC Movie Pass, go see it. It's free for you anyway. You might enjoy it. You might not, but at least you didn't have to pay fifteen or twelve dollars to go see it because it's, um, you know, for me it's just a, it's a rentable film. Definitely a four star movie for me. I don't hate the film. I don't. I might watch it one more time just to see it again. But you know, for me, I could I could take it or leave it at this point. 